tonight on Alpha's Back in Pod Form, Cuppa Master. I mean, um, missing out on this is like a blessing. Katya Zanana. I don't know my own children. And James Sheaves. Trout and boiled potatoes. And me, Byron Hussey. That's it. Uh, check it out. It's going to happen right about Hey everybody, welcome to episode 19. Can you believe it? 19. Big 19. Oh, wowee. Of the Alpha's Back in pod form podcast. How did we survive this long? Super sensation. Well, you weren't, you're not in every episode, Gumba. So this is mostly my milestone to share, to share with myself <laughs> alone. Congratulations, Thank Byron. <laughs> 19 big ones. Big boys. And indeed, Alf's milestone. Uh, I guess so. It's kind of a fictional character, though. Oh, all right. My name is Byron Hussey. I'm joined tonight by Gobble Master. Good evening. James Sheaves. Yo. And Katya Zenina. Hello. Or is it Zenechka? Yeah. That's a, that's a diminutive. It is? Yeah, it's like a nickname version. That's that's right, isn't it? Yeah. Is it Zen- Master of Russian. <laughs> is it Zenichka? It's uh, yeah. it's Zenichka. Zenichka. But yeah. So is that? Should I call you that from now on? No, Katya is fine. Okay. Uh, whatever you see fit. Whatever I want. Okay. Okay, Mrs. Pickles. Right. <laughs> hmm. Um. This is the 19th episode of ALF, and it's called Wild Thing. I forgot to look up the song. I think everybody knows this song. Yeah, I think I'm familiar with that one. It's by the Trogs. It's called Wild Thing. It's it's kind of actually a song that I hate. (laughs) Why'd you hate it? It's just one of those songs that it's like I've heard it more in like commercials than I've heard Mm. it like in any like context where I would be like enjoying music it's just like so so generic maybe when it first came out it was like innovative and like fresh and cool but at this point it's just it's really tired it's like wild thing wild savings on truck month it's like that's the (laughs) only association it doesn't make your heart sing uh (laughs) no I mean, it just, it makes me, it, I mean, it's like, I, it doesn't even make me, like, angry. It's just, like, it's just nothing. It's just wallpaper, you know? Mm. That and Bad to the Bone. Similar reaction to Bad to the Bone. Which I know is a very different song, but still. I think you'll love it. No, you're wrong. You'd be no, wrong but Byron that. is just, Byron is not wild enough or, not... or bad <laughs> to enjoy those things. Okay, let me Enjoy just like, can I just ask what what is the wild thing that we're doing here? What are we talking? Are we talking about like anal? Like what are we talking about? <laughs> what? Mm. <laughs> it's, uh, in the in the context of the song? Yes. Like ra- uh, drag it's racing. A, it's this she's a presumably a sex freak. Sex so, okay, so does she have sex? That's like is that really that wild? Yeah. Or so so we are talking anal. It was a song 60s. about anal. Is it? Uh, I think it's a song I, about Alf. I don't Alf. know if it was popular back then. <laughs> about Alf. 
I think it was illegal. Somebody chasing Alf. Yeah, well, that's that. That's what this episode is about. Hmm, that's true. Let's um, get let's get back to Alf. Wild Thing is the nineteenth episode of Alf's first season. It originally aired on March second, nineteen eighty-seven. Um, so this episode's about Alf goes through sort of a um, a cyclical His, uh, biological change, similar to Ponfar. Yeah, it's uh, like like the Vulcan um, mating season, where they get like. Um, except, except it's more like a hunting season. Right, right. Hunting for pussy, literally. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is really dirty. Well, you, well, you don't you don't need to be you don't need to be kidding because it's true, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it was a joke, so I said I was kidding. <laughs> You I mean, mean you're kitty catting? Like a play on words. It's a really dirty episode so far. <laughs> you guys just can't stop talking about about sex stuff. I'm sorry. We'll we'll do better next you time. You started it. It was it was. Um, you started it. It was Katya. If if you if you are Mrs. Around... Pickles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mrs. Please. Sorry, Mrs. Pickles. Um. So every seventy-five <laughs> years on. I mean, March with, 2nd, if you are around, how can we talk about anything else? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You just, you just uh, incite such such passions. This is, I feel like this is like uh, in, your, in your colleagues' workplace harassment. So um, the story here is that Alf goes through this chain bizarre physiological and psychological transformation every seventy five years on March second. He will do anything to get his hands on a cat, and he. Basically, the tanners have to build him a cage. Um, it was, I think this is probably the best episode so far. I agree. Yeah, I think. I, oh. I remember this episode from my previous experience with Al, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, it was fun to watch it actually, and I actually laughed. I did too. I laughed a few times. And uh, it was fun. I think um, Alf was really on point. He's really like. He's really shaken off like the early episode, um, early episode, like not quite sure what the character is, you know, like he's very coming, really come into his own mm-hmm. as have all the Tanners. Willie was, <laughs> Willie was really good in this episode too. It's just super Willie. There's a really good scene where he's holding a toaster oven. That's the best scene. It's the best scene in the whole episode. And James, you haven't even seen that, have you? I don't think I have, although I'm three minutes from the end. Oh. Huh. Or you just not? I just didn't register it. Is it when he's chasing Alf around the house? In the Akmonic's house? Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of the most You watch it with sound off? No, um, but I can't turn down the Skype call, so I can't really hear it oh. uh, over us talking. Well, there's... Well, I, mean, I can get to it, but basically there's a toaster oven involved. Aha. Um, uh-huh. uh, so, What a fruity, loopy let's, scenario. Let's start from the beginning. Yeah, so um, in, we start with... Um, oh, I got some notes. Sorry, we started with a scene of Alf trying to read Brian's mind. Yes. Good one, Mrs. Um, thank you. And... Uh, it doesn't work. Brian keeps thinking of a fork 
and yeah. Alf is not smart enough to guess that he's always thinking of a fork. Is or is it that Brian is like so Brian. stupid to be always thinking of a fork that like you would never try to, you would never be able to match that level of, <laughs> of like simple mindedness. It's kinda cute. Yeah, it's pretty cute. Why why is he so fixated on a fork though? I'm not sure. Is he hungry? Is he not being fed? Well, he does like um, spaghetti, but we can get to that later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Willie and Kate. And... Sorry, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, they are uh, willing to uh, carry heavy bags. And yeah. Willie once again blames Alf. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> Alf is not helping. Yeah, again, it's like I'm not sure when was Alf supposed to start helping. Like, they're almost to the kitchen. And Alpha's mm -hmm. like small and weak anyway, right? Or is he strong? He's probably really strong know. when he's going through Melmachian puberty. Yeah. <laughs> Gumba, is Alf strong? Hmm. Well, he's. Uh, how do you feel? Um, um, uh, he can take a lot of punishment. That's. Hmm. That's true. Like, do we ever get a scene where he's like, um, like, I don't know, like fired out of a cannon or something, and you see like the 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 puppet like fly a great distance? Because that sounds like it's a bit of fun. Yes, actually. Really. You think uh, he's in, in one of the, the latest. He's he's actually I, in uh, uh, in one episode. He gets into a, a pretty um, uh, hefty explosion and gets thrown right through the house. <laughs> and they just kind of like toss the puppet. That sounds very More amazing. like shut it, shut it out of a can. I think they That's probably just probably threw it. That's probably not Alf, but Ralph. Just yeah, it probably was Ralph. Yeah. Alf um, is wearing X-ray specs at one point and checks out Kate's underwear. Oh wow, he's really horny in this one because I mean, it, yeah, like you know, he opens with. Um, peeving on her in the shower no that was actually Not after peeving, he perving. that was after yeah. he oh uh, that right was after that was the my credits. opening though oh that's right so, yeah so the, yeah is it, <laughs> sorry i forgot isn't he always though he, he always is yeah he's oh, i mean he doesn't even wear clothes so he's probably just walking around with a visible erection at all times <laughs> whereas on melmac the rest of them actually wear clothes <laughs> that's it's true him. Well, he starts wearing clothes in, like, the next season, I think. He's pretty much always yeah, wearing... Yeah, that's kind of like a... I don't think he wears pants, though. <laughs> kind of like Donald Trump. Yeah, well, it's like how... Um, Sorry, uh, did you say, like, Donald Trump? Trump? <laughs> <laughs> or Donald Duck. Yeah. Yes. I thought you were it's just... like how like getting... Stewart gets that, that jacket. Uh, you know, like, you get a few seasons in, you got to get a cool new outfit yeah and in that one episode where he wears I mean, that uh where that he wears that dress i mean nowadays you know yeah. it probably wouldn't be so difficult to find uh, pants in that size but for <laughs> for that time he had a really protruding ass yeah in this era of political mm -hmm. correctness can't buy puppet pants no, in, anymore. in this era of uh of, they make of, pants for anyone these obesity. days oh i see what you're saying okay and it was some, some 
pretty pretty fat people back in the 80s too i'm not even really following your logic gumbo i'm just gonna move on um so we got the credits 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 and they go a little something like this i'm just kidding i'm not gonna do the whole song oh god um so alf call, tries to call like a family meeting um he's asking for kate and she's in the shower so he's like oh i'll go get her and then willie he goes and she, you hear a scream and willie's like please don't walk in on kate on the shower he's like i only opened the curtain i thought that was pretty funny yeah he says he didn't think that she'd be <laughs> naked did he say that? I don't remember that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he kind of said, like, how was I to know that she'd be naked? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So is this, like, the um, scene that inspired the part in the credits where he walks in on her the shower, or vice versa? Just Paul Fosco trying to get as many Kate in the shower scenes <laughs> yeah. as mm. possible in this show. Um, and... Uh, well, when you have a I bombshell, have say... and Jadine is 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 uh, <laughs> You have to say. I can't blame him, you know. I mean, I mean, I can't blame him for doing it, but uh, not for wanting it. <laughs> you, ha- sorry, Katya, you, you had to say something. Yeah, so I I I noticed that Willie once again is wearing a nice suit. Oh yeah, yeah, he's seat. um. He's dressed well again in this episode. Wears like a it's vest. It's kind of like too. work clothes. Yeah. Yeah, but when he was at work in the previous episode, mm. he was not mm. dressed like that. Sometimes that you go honest. in and you have to like give a special meet presentation or something. Or like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you have to wear About nicer immigrants. clothes. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't it looks really... more like he's going to like Academy Awards than given a like a just like, like a tuxedo well that that's black tie you can't go to the academy awards uh with a with a non bow tie i can i will faux pas. <laughs> you will i will uh, you're a special case mark my words very special i'm planting this flag can you buy tickets to academy awards i don't know Can uh I you get... could get hired as a seat filler probably yeah, you'd that like would that. Be a, Let's see. That'd be a really uh, like hot gig. It'd be competitive. Yep. Can we hot, get hot some awards? Fill. Some some awards for this podcast? You think? Yes, they should have a podcasting category, and they mm-hmm. should give me the award and some money. Uh, <laughs> Do Oscars <laughs> traditionally come with some money? I think so. Yeah. Uh, how do I get tickets to the Oscars? 2014. It would help if you're a member <laughs> of the Academy. Time machine. I don't think the the Academy members need tickets. I think they can just show up in like a row. Well, no, because there's more there's more members of the Academy than there are seats, so they would still need to be invited. Jesus. How to go to the Academy Awards without making a movie? This is a long article. Jesus, never mm. mind this. This is too much. So, um, just walk up to it. So, 
Alf calls this house meeting. He's he also hangs up on Lynn, who's on the telephone. Um, right, right. Also, Lynn. He says Lynn looks a bit different, and it's because she got her braces off. Mm, and her mustache waxed. Yeah, but it's uh, clearly clearly the uh, the actress. What's her name? Uh, got actually did get her braces off. Um, because I think she had braces in earlier episodes, right? Yeah. 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 So it's a big step. Um, okay. I'll in, take your word for it. In her development it, as a person. Is it worth is it worth mentioning on the show though? Um for continuity's sure. sake, yeah, I think so. Maybe it was just like a sweet little nod to her, like a big accomplishment for her. She mm. was probably like really insecure about her braces. Mm. Prior to this point, and then she didn't have to be anymore because they were gone. She does look less like Hideous. Yeah, I was just kidding. Well, it's not sexist. There was nothing gendered or I have sex. braces. I'm not Maybe saying that hideous. everybody with braces. You can is see her feet. Really cool. Well, you no, no I'm, cool. I'm, I'm saying you're right. I was, oh, okay, I was yeah. hideous prior to the braces. And yeah, I know. Uh, that's why you, braces are extremely beautiful. That's why you get the braces. Yep, they just fix your whole face. And it's like, you know you're not going to look great during, but it's like you already didn't look great, so <laughs> it's not a big sacrifice. I should have probably gotten braces, but I never did. My, um, But it, my teeth are not particularly crooked, but they sort of curve outward in the back. They make nice. Like, a, like an omega. Do you guys want me to send but like Nobody uh, can see that. Yeah, but it's uh, like, it, yeah. it does complicate my bite a little bit. Thankfully, your lips are compensating for that. That's, uh, it's really offensive to talk about people's bodies. <laughs> do you oh, bite? no, it is. Lips aren't bodies. Do you bite with your lips or what? How? Um, no, that doesn't work. That doesn't <laughs> It also didn't make any sense. Yeah, that's true. You, you know, you can wrap your teeth in your lips and then bite over your lips if like, you want. Mm-hmm. Make an impression of an old man or something. Yeah. So, um, Alf calls the meeting. He announces that he's going through this, um, as he puts it, bizarre physiological and psychological transformation um, from sunset to sunrise. He's going to try to eat cats, and, and the tanners have to build him a cage. So, um,. Then we cut to the the cage is built. Did did anybody? It's a beautiful cage. Yeah, it's very well made. So I think there was a scene that they cut of actually really building the cage because it's in the credits. Oh, it's like the. Oh, I haven't seen that. Really? Yeah, if you watch the credits, there's a scene with like Wheelie building a cage, and Trevor Achmonic in the garage. And it looks like they just cut it out, but they, they had already added it to the closing credits. So, guys. But well, there was a scene. A scene. With, there was a scene. With those with, two. Yeah. What? In, in the, the garage? Like, the cage is, like, sort of finished, but he's just kind of, uh, he's hammering on it as though it's not finished. Yeah, adding a few nails to it. Well, maybe that scene was just missing yep. from the episode that I have. Okay, so what happened there 
is um, he was building a cage and Alf shows up in the garage and tells him that mm. it's not a very good cage because it's not metal. Right. Shows him pictures of what he what kind of cage he had from Melmac. It's like metal bars and everything. Yeah. But Willie promises to kind of add some reinforcement to it or something like that, which he doesn't. Yeah. I guess. That's pretty, that's crazy. I, um, yeah, no, I, I, this episode that I have, it skips right from Alf giving like the family meeting to the cages in the living room and he gets into the cage. But then there's a, there's a little bit with the Mr. Aquanic as well in the garage and uh, Mr. Aquanic shows up. Have you seen that? Yeah. It's in the credits, but I didn't see the scene. Frank Sinatra. Yeah, he shows up singing Frank Sinatra. And Alf starts singing it as well. And Willie tells Alf to hide in the cage so Mr. Ekmonik doesn't see him. And so Willie has to pretend like it was him singing. And then he has to explain the cage. So how did he explain the cage? As a storage unit. He needs some storage. Garage. Storage. Yeah, and he put and... a little window in the front of his storage thing for the for the storage to peer out like a prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. uh, Mister Akmonik starts talking to him and starts like telling him he's not a happy man. Mister Akmonik is not like a happy a, man. Yeah, there was like an uncomfortable scene, yeah, like they're... he was trying to get to to have a conversation with Willie. You know, Willie, not a happy man. There was an allusion to some domestic violence at the Akmonics later in the episode. Hmm. Oh, dear. Did you guys miss that? Was domestic violence funny in the 80s? Yeah. Remember. It was, it was just, like it was funny whenever they made the honeymoon, as evidently. Yeah. No, it's still like it was still like the same trope, like the quarrelsome older couple. Uh-huh. That hate each other. All right. So I don't know why that scene was cut from my um, legally acquired um, <laughs> ABI well, file. Therein, therein lies your answer. It was the legal um, edited for television version. Right. So I guess Just, it's like, uh, yeah, it's it must be like. But I feel like this came from like a DVD rip. So it's mm. a, son, it's a like legally that. acquired DVD rip. Yeah. We. I mean. That goes without saying. I mean, you you went personally to the black market and bought legally the DVD rip. Yeah, I went to the the actual physical black market downtown. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's 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 just keep going here. Let's this is we're getting getting yeah. getting uh, trapped in a. Uh, All uh, geared up in a uh, trench coat. Where are we? Up nothing. This spiral here. And the. Uh, and a hat with a with a with a large, uh, with a large rim. What what are you saying? What are you what are glasses. these words? What are you what are these words? Oh, this is the uh, the black market. Yes, all that happened. So, Alf ends up in the cage. The cage is built. The cage. Yeah. Um, he goes into the cage. He's like, "Don't let me out, no matter what." Then he starts trying to trick them, immediately into letting him out. And Willie falls for it the first time, but not the second or third time. It was funny the first time. Yeah, it was. It was. 
And um, it turns the real Muppet. He does look like a Muppet. He actually looks a little bit like one of those. Um, what were those like British caricature puppets they had in the eighties, like spitting image? Spitting image. Yeah, looks a little bit like one of those. <laughs> spitting image. Okay. Like, be like Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan. Yeah, Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. I did it my way. Um. And it it turns out that Alf can also do voices of everyone in the family. Yeah. Perfectly. That's a big surprise. We didn't know that. It just speaks to the um that there's a lot that we don't know about this creature. And his powers. And it does turn it's out that yeah. he, he is actually psychic, I think, later in the episode. Mm-hmm. Brian is wearing cool cool motorsports sweater. Like a got like a checkered flag on it like a car anyone is, else notice that which is all very well but it leads me to wonder what brian's name is because i can't learn it from his shirt <laughs> <It's true. laughs> yeah that's... just saying you should wear a name tag at least um so elf starts imitating people and he imitates lynn and brian and willie and uh, kate and kate the whole family, really. Yeah. So they and apparently also Lucky is at the Akmonics. Was there any hint at that they were gonna let Lucky stay at the Akmonics in that last scene that I didn't see? Yeah, Willie asks um, Mr. Akmonic for a favor, and wait, wait, Mr. Akmonic says, "Did you, did James just say who's Lucky?" Yeah. What the what the fuck? <laughs> Who that? Really? The cat. The cat. Family cat. <laughs> they have a cat? That seems hazardous. So it's such a fundamental it part of the show. Such a fundamental. I've not seen the cat <laughs> once. You, really? You you saw you saw this episode, didn't you? It was in this episode. Where is it in James? the episode? The James, end. what what are you yeah. doing on this podcast? <laughs> a good question you don't you don't Wait, even know you, you don't even know the basics not, not even the basics. cats apparently it's, it's so i feel like uh, james is watching star trek or something instead yeah. of... <laughs> it could be i mean there's <laughs> wait this isn't the star trek podcast <laughs> no, no it's a q episode i think well yeah it could be every episode can end up being a q episode um, um, yeah, but Willie asked Mr. Ekmonic to let Lucky stay in their house because I, they're like, they have to do something, like get rid of some pests or something like that. Right. I think. Yeah, I was and, actually. Um, in a German version, no, he, he Oh, he said they have alpha. silverfish. Silverfish. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe this, this whole scene was really important because I was like, why is Lucky at the Ekmonics? Yeah, silverfish because they were storing alfalfa because he was starting saying alf <laughs> in the storage place, and they got silverfish. So now they have to get rid of it and get lucky to the Akmonics. And Mrs. Akmonic is allergic. Yeah, her so feet. she has to sleep on the sofa, and the cat is sleeping with Mr. Akmonic. Did we get another scene at the Akmonics? 
Only later so. when Willie's there. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. I was just like, it sounded like there was a whole other scene that you were describing where we, because we learned about uh, Raquel's feet swelling up, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. So then, in the next scene, um, Brian's walking through the house with a, some pretty cool football pajamas, and. Alf tricks him into letting him out of the cage. Do you guys think that was that pretty easy? Yeah, Brian is pretty stupid. Do you, I think this is yeah, actually I mean, a failing? I mean, he's a kid, you know. I think, but yeah, but that's that's exactly it. This is a failing of um, Willie and Kate for not properly um, protecting Brian. They don't even know like what. Preparing him. Yeah, they they probably should have been like preparing kept... him for for the for the uh, um. Maybe Brian hazard ships. Maybe... of, of uh, having a uh, alien life form. Maybe Brian should have stayed at um at what's her name's the the what is her name's <laughs> the, the, the the grandmother's house. Oh, Dorothy. Uh, Dorothy. Old uh, Kate Senior. Kate Senior, yeah. Yeah, maybe he had a chance of going to school then because he doesn't seem like he's doing he, anything. No, he or doesn't. like kindergarten. He's just—he's not doing anything at all. He's homeschooled. I'm not sure very, he is. Very religious. There is an episode where where he's at school. Does Alf go to school? Really? No, no. Uh, Alf school. No, actually not. But um, too bad. It's. it's it's a Brian. It's it's basically a Brian episode. I'm gonna guess this episode is called "Hot for Teacher." No. Um, Brian lets Alf out of the cage. Alf uh, locks Brian into the cage to get a head start, um, and then runs away. And then we get another funny scene where uh, uh, Willie is convinced that Brian locked in the cage is actually Alf, and. He's actually fairly verbally abusive to Brian in this scene, sort of, you know, unknowingly. But it is, you can't help but notice that he's, like, you know, sort of being pretty cruel to his own son, right? Mm -hmm. Well, he thinks he's pretty, well, to his to fairness, he thinks he's pretty cruel to Alf. Right, yes, but we know the truth. And we're witnessing fatherly abuse, right? This is an abuse. I don't think Brian minds. Yeah, no, he's a good. He's sport. just thinking about forks, twenty-four-seven. So social services would probably say that putting your son in a cage would would qualify as abuse. Yeah. Also, well, I think well, they don't it wasn't Willie who put him in a cage. Indeed. But we don't know that, and social the services alien. doesn't know that. But Willie does work for social services, so of course, of course, there's a conflict there. Of course, convincing there. social services that an alien who asked you to put but him Gumba, in a cage. I, I already moved on to a better observation, which is that Willie is social services. He is the so law. So who services? Who services the social? Nobody. Services? It's corrupt. It's a corrupt system. God damn it. <laughs> Um, mm. 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 So, 
Willie asks what um, Brian's favorite food is, and he says spaghetti, and and um, Willie's like incredulous, like that's ridiculous, because he thinks that's Lynn's favorite food. Like they can't have the same favorite food, possibly. He's very confused. Yeah. Like, I don't know my own children. And then Lynn comes in and he asks, he asks her what her favorite food is, and she says boiled boiled white potatoes, white boiled potatoes. That's interesting. Do 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 you guys like white boiled potatoes? I mean, yeah. they're okay. I do. Yeah, they're pretty good. I don't know if I'd rank them among my favorite foods. They would need like a lot of butter on them. If it's like fresh potatoes, you know, young potatoes. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe be like next to a meal. Right, like real food. Kind of a side dish. Like a steak. Or like well, yeah, a, but I wouldn't, want, I wouldn't want to alienate any vegans that we may have listening. Like a, like a whole trout. If we had anyone listening. <laughs> yeah, that was the... That was the... Give me some trout and boiled potatoes. Mm. Cat steak? Yeah, I need a cat stick. Um, so they convince themselves that Brian is Brian by that because he knows um, Kate's maiden name, which is Halligan. Pretty sure Alf knows that too. Yeah, that was really stupid. Yeah, I've he heard. He spent I... so many like a couple of months with her mom. Yeah. I've yeah. heard him say her name. Heligan. Maybe maybe he just doesn't know how um uh human earth human native n- naming conventions go. That's what they're betting on. <laughs> maybe. Like the, maybe he Actually, knows no. her name, but he doesn't uh, know what maiden ask. names. Alf did ask what what uh, what her maiden name was. When? Oh, was he like signing up for a credit card or something? During this, during this, yes. That's the smoking the gun seance, right there. Right. Yeah, that's right. During the seance. Why did he do it during the seance? I forget. <laughs> Gumba knows. Gumba. He, uh, he was contacting well, Sparky. Probably because right? he didn't know. Right, like he had to. Yeah, he was contacting Sparky. So did he have to ask for Sparky's last name? Sparky Halligan. What do you think um, Dorothy, Dorothy's maiden name is? Um, <laughs> Some really deep elf trivia there. Probably we don't know it. Gail. Gail. Dorothy Gail Halligan. Um, so then we... Um, Willie notices Guess that we the... don't have any Wizard of Oz fans. Wait, oh, Ga- oh, yeah, Dorothy Gale. I get it. <laughs> it's not really. It's not really a joke, though. It's just. Oh, that's someone else called Dorothy. So, finally, you know. uh, anyway, finally, someone has the bright idea to actually look in into the cage through the window. Yeah, that uh, took a while. That would have occurred to them in the first place. But they thought he was a shapeshifter. Hmm. That's the more yeah, logical. They didn't know. They didn't know he could do voices, so maybe he can shapeshift. Yeah, I think That's he probably can. Not a stupid bet. Yes. Would really be quite a frightening creature to have in your home. Yeah. 
I'd be scared. Plus, he probably carries disease. Diseases. Space. 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 Space measles. Well, if he does, if he does, it's a bit late to worry about that. Yeah. Yeah, like he's taken out. Like what? Twenty. They're like twenty episodes in now, and. Yeah. You think they all had sex already with him? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, just... well maybe, yeah, but but my my uh, my um, reasoning is that they would all be dead by now anyway. Right, unless mm. it's like uh, slowly gestating. Like them. you know, like even I mean, I mean, uh, considering uh, everything by that by now, if that were true. The West Coast would like would look like in twenty eight days later. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the Akmonics, uh gate is open, so Willie goes over there. Um, he's a really bad neighbor, right? Like he, he's scared for the cat. He pounds yes. on their door. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> I know, like, we know why he's doing this, but, I mean, like, without that context, he's, like, the worst neighbor yeah. ever, right? He pounds on the door. They go to the door. So he's worried about the cat. Um, and then, oh, he comes over and he says, I want to get lucky. <laughs> and they look like they're considering it. Yeah, like, huh. Seriously. Okay. Get the crack. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> they know they know what Max Wright gets up to in his private personal life about mm-hmm. 20 years later probably yeah but probably all the time in between too right uh, you don't well, just yeah I mean wake up I one mean, day how can you and start doing that you, mean, you build up to can it you, how else can you uh, live live well a series of health. Only with crack. Together with the writers. Yeah. Doing drugs. So, um, this is, I think this <laughs> is the first view of the Akmonic's house. Am I right about that? No. It's certainly my first view. We saw the, the, the set before? Oh, maybe I'm wrong. No, we, yeah, no, we, we saw Aquanics only in, in the Tanner's house, I guess. Yeah, I think we saw, uh, actually, I think we saw their, like, couch or something. Because, like, when, um, Raquel was at, at the, the Tanner's, I think she called home. Oh, yeah, she, she called, she called, uh, oh, yeah. uh Trevor over. But I think it was and, just and like he was a... was watching a football game. But did we see him on the phone in their house? Mm-hmm. On the couch. But I don't think it was like a full set. I think it was just like a, like a couch and a wall kind it of was, thing. It was pretty threadbare. Yeah. It was very threadbare. It's a good word. I'd like to invent a cartoon character named Threadbare. That like already a... exists. Actually, I had a Threadbare. What? Actually, there's this... Uh... Yeah. You had a threadbare? Actually, a character. I don't know what happened to him, but yeah, I did. Was he like made of threads? Well, he he was just kind of like a teddy bear that had some kind of uh, 
uh, like um, thread sewing character to him. Like he had patches right, and he right. had buttons. No, I thought I was stuff. coming up with like a really original idea. I guess I well, guess it wasn't. There's also a video game what? where the main character is called Fredbear. How about Fredbear? Fred? Yeah, no, Fredbear. I, I don't think that one. Okay, that, I'm going to plant my flag there. That's my character, Fredbear. Uh, you, you shouldn't broadcast it. Well, I just copyrighted it out loud. It's legally I binding. Guess, I guess you did. I mean, who listens to this? This is, By the way, this is 9-11, Again, 2016. You know. This is the um, 15th anniversary of September 11th uh, episode of Alf is back in pod form. Lest we forget. Do we it's ever get it? The, it's Sorry. the 12th of September over where I am. That's, uh, it's not, this is, it's being recorded on the 11th of September. Uh, well, I guess. The point in time when the recording is happening is when the date counts. So anyway, God bless the firefighters and police. Yep. Can Those you guys, guys. Can you guys hear there's like a storm outside my window? I can. It's a little bit of extra white noise. Yeah, I'll, I'll close the window. Hold on a sec. Adds a bit of ambiance. Kind of cozy. So you didn't want me to close the window? You wanted to open it, please. Open it back up. Now. It, it was kind of scaring me, though. It was like a lot of wind. Um, well, wouldn't you should be scared. You wouldn't want the new house getting tussled up. Yeah, I'm not. I haven't moved yet. Oh. Um. So, Alpha's in the Akmonic's house. He brings <sighs> a toaster oven into the living room. Yeah. Um, Planning to toast Lucky. Yeah, and he's like, "How long do you have to like preheat this for a cat?" Do you, you guys have toaster ovens? No. Mm-mm. I used to have one. Yeah, I've never had a toaster oven, um, but actually, I kind of want one. They're like they're better than the microwave because they use like you know real. Real heat, you know, not like the radiation. That's not real heat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's not like the the magnetron, you know. You know, the one that I was always curious about was the convection oven that Mister T used to sell. Oh. Do you guys have that? I guess like Mister T is an American, so yeah, unless he's Canadian. I think he's American. The top is Mr. T dead. I I believe no. he's still around. No, the, if I do do type Mr. T into Google, the first result is Mr. T dead. But I don't <laughs> think he is. His debut was in March twenty fourth, nineteen eighty five. His religion is Christian. Thanks, Wikipedia. But he accepts all religions. I know this because he wore that. Uh, all that. All that. Uh, bling with the with the religious symbols on it. Yeah, that's true. But if you're a Christian, you can't. Like, isn't that against the rules? Um, I don't think there's anything that says that a religious person can't be hypocritical. That's true. Is it the flavor wave oven? 
That's the one. Yeah, I've Except, never seen um, this before. Yeah, I was entranced by the commercial. He like opens it by like kicking a door down and then you know talking about this, <laughs> this convection oven. But you um, just say flavor, flavor, no, flavor, flavor wave. wave. Um, but I realized very quickly you you couldn't cook chili with it, so it's basically useless. Oh, you can't cook it's, chili with this convection. thing. Uh, well, it's convection. Like you got to have air flowing. Right. You could flow some air through some chili. Um. Yeah, <laughs> you probably break your flavor wave. I think. So I guess this is he's taking a page from the uh, George Foreman Grill playbook here. Yeah. That's probably his direct inspiration for this. Like. You can have a you can have a cooking thing, and be a um, sort of an aging African American tough guy, and be very successful. Be very successful. Was that before or after he made uh, advertisements for World of Warcraft? That was probably before. after. Oh, <laughs> that that <laughs> was a little more recent. Let's what the flavor wave. The the World of Warcraft ads are more recent because the production values on them are a little better. But the that was so long ago. That was only a few years. I thought this was a recent oven flavor wave. No no no. Oh. Like, it was around the time that I came back to Australia, so like 2010 2011. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Please do. <laughs> I'm gonna put one of these pictures of Mr. T in the um, the cover image. Oh, this is Are a they one. Uh, particularly good pictures of Mr. T? There's one of him actually cringing. Can we dress up Alf as Mr. T? Hmm. Uh, yeah, somebody can do that photoshopping. Maybe. Maybe. I don't think I'm gonna be the one to do it. I think I've met my Alf Photoshop quota of the for the month. Oh, there's okay, I can, too lazy. I can do it. Okay, I'm still waiting on that Wizard Deaver fan art, but if you want to jump the queue, yeah. I just put a picture of Mr. T in the chat. And do you I... think he gets like a a new chain every year? No. Like he just adds. What a super guy. I think actually those chains, um, he actually excretes them. <laughs> they're like pearls for oysters. Literally, shit's gold. Yeah, but I, I think it comes out of like out of his flesh. His paws. Mm. Yeah, this is a weird, um, weird idea. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. It is. <laughs> so, we're so. <laughs> Uh, Alf is holding the toaster oven and laughing, and then Willie grabs it, and then Tr Trevor runs in, and then Willie starts like pretending to laugh so he could cover Alf's tracks, which is a so it's just basically he's standing in the Akamonic's living room holding a toaster oven, laughing maniacally. It was actually a very funny scene. That was you know very funny. when you think about it, the Akamonic's are pretty understanding. They're very understanding or, uh, or at least very tolerant of their uh obviously insane neighbor coming over they're just yep. terrified they they don't don't want to cross him yeah that i think that's it well, also they're kind of intrigued by the perspective of maybe having sex with him that's true 
That's a possibility. It's their sexy so, neighbor. Yes, scared and excited. Also, he's clearly like a very trusted confidant of Trevor's. Yeah. Like he really is a shoulder to cry on, you know? Even though I didn't see that scene. Mm. He's a, this, this isn't really a joke, but he's a willy to cry on. <laughs> it is a joke. <laughs> it is a joke. Um, so we. It's the man's name. So in the next scene, the the tanners are listening to the police scanner, um, and tr like mapping um, cat related incidents being reported throughout the city, um, mm -hmm. and Willie gets upset that they run out of little uh, little flags. Yeah. Uh, also, that there's was the best scene in the whole series. There's some overt racism. Incidentally, uh, this was the episode uh, I uh, I mistook. For the one where he he bought the car for Lynn. Oh, yeah, this is completely different. Because in that one, he was in a... What was it? A Ferrari. A Ferrari. That's how, that's how Willie said it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I and think a Ferrari. He, uh, he hijacked the... Uh, riding mower. Uh, Law mower, yeah, of the Aquanics. Yeah. I don't know why they need a riding mower. Their yard can't be that big. That's my That's criticism of that. I guess some people are just continuity point. fucking lazy. And don't care about the fucking environment. Burning fossil fuels. <laughs> <laughs> so Maybe they actually have an enormous block. It's possible. We saw the Tanner's yard in, in the last episode, and it's pretty small. Yeah, and it... And there's not much lawn because it's pretty much all uh, vegetable garden. Yeah, I I'm guessing that the Akmonics are their yard is just as big, the same exact size. That's yeah, that's yeah. what you would assume. You don't need no riding riding mower for that size plot of land. Unless you have mobility issues, then I can uh, uh, yeah. forgive it. I saw a man in a mobility scooter um, today when I was uh, out, and um, I was beginning to judge him and then I saw that he was an amputee and oh then I then I judged myself <laughs> why is that your default you gotta, you gotta judge someone <laughs> why you just assumed he was lazy <laughs> by default well you know like he he didn't look that old and he just yeah. James but, you know. just judges him for having fun because you know yeah sometimes well, I'm uh, allowed just jealous Sometimes I sit on like in like the um, seats at the front of the bus that like are ostensibly reserved for people that you know need them, mm -hmm. and I like yeah. I kind of think through scenarios in my head where if I get called on sitting there, like what I can say, like like because <laughs> I like like sometimes I'm really tired after work, you know, like I yeah, <laughs> and it's like You're and it, pulling a rise of pox. If it were somebody like with a cane. Or something, or somebody that was clearly like elderly, I would get up in a in an instant. But if it sometimes it's like I see like a middle aged person, and I'm like, should I get up? Um, I'm I'm like <laughs> I'm like almost as old as that too, and I'm really tired. I mean, I, don't, I was here first. Yeah, you know? yeah, pretty middle aged too. I'm pretty much middle aged. I is don't think a, I'm gonna live a, past seventy. A general rule about um, uh, kids having to give up their seats for adults. There should be. But I've seen it the other way around. Well, there is. Or, I mean, 
there there was here in I don't know if there still is, but um, when when I were a child, uh, that rule was, I think, uh, explicit. Like it was explicitly written: children must give up their seats yeah. for adults. And and a woman once um, just came up to me and and you know said, "All right, get up." <laughs> and I, and I, found that very rude like you know she wasn't like an elderly woman or anything she was like an able-bodied woman in her 20s or 30s or oh, fucking whatever bitch. and i yeah i and actually I, um know. tried to give up my seat to maybe like a 50 something lady once and mm-hmm. as soon as i stood up this other chick who could have been couldn't have been 25 just jumps uh-huh. into the seat <laughs> and i turn around like what what happened i wasn't for you Still makes you my... should have said, all right, get up. <laughs> all right, get up. Get up, yeah, yabo. Is that one of those Australian things? Yab? Knob? Uh, Knobhead? Uh, Bellend? I think yob is um, uh, UK oh. slang, I think. What was I saw that? something truly extraordinary um, regarding a mobility scooter one time. Yeah? Um, I saw someone cross a road, like... N- not at like a an intersection, not any place where you would normally expect a person to cross. And furthermore, there was an underpass just a few meters down the road from here. He just nonchalantly drove across and mounted the curb, nearly, you know, tipped over and then waved to all the cars when he was all right. <laughs> <laughs> and kept on going. So um, were you taking umbrage with his jaywalking? This was a mobility scooter. So it was jay... Scooting, driving, J- Jay scooting, scooting. I mean, it, it was just like too extraordinary to to uh, be able to pass like any sort of moralistic judgment right. about it. I um, there's a law in Massachusetts that uh, basically says that you know pedestrians in every situation always have the right of way. So you could be walking across like mm-hmm. you know a busy road. Um, mm-hmm. when I took a driving test, the kid that went before me he got he, he was failed actually because some people were trying to jaywalk and he didn't let them go mm. um and the I father the father was livid he was like what they were breaking the law but it, it's like well huh. is there a death sentence for breaking this law if because <laughs> that's the alternative yeah, so it's that's, like it's the punishment zone yeah the punishment zone it's from the star trek <laughs> um but anyway i take this to heart because i like I pedestrian a lot. Um, and I, so I like, there's sometimes there's these like crosswalks where they have a sign like, please yield the pedestrians. And I like walk up to them and I'm like, all right, everybody better yield to me. And if they don't, I fucking glare at them like, thanks, asshole, fuck you. But then it's like when I'm driving, <laughs> sometimes, I mean, I'll try to stop, but sometimes I just miss people, you know, I'll just scoot by and say, oh, we should probably stop for them. So Oops. I'm a hypocrite. Basically, I'm a hypocrite. Well, that's Would you okay. prefer to have hit them? Uh, well, I never hit anybody. I've never had any kind of auto accident. Not no. Do you have like a go- ghost ghost car? Ghost car. Just, uh, yeah, just move through them. You can never hit them, really. Yeah, that would be cool if I could like invent that. <laughs> Did they ever invent that sticky stuff for the self-driving cars? Gee, I don't know what that is. Uh, well, it was a clickbait story that went around uh, a little while ago that said that like Google or whoever whoever's making the cars, Uber or 
uh, Tesla or, you know, you name it, was um, developing like a sticky coating for the bonnets of cars so that pedestrians wouldn't bounce off of them when they got hit. So what would, be the, the car. what would be the point of that? Well, because that just causes it. It'd just be one injury instead of additional injuries from being hit oh. by the car and hitting the pavement. Oh, yeah, that's actually It just looks smart. funny. Like, yeah. people bounce off your car. <laughs> no, I just imagined, you know, a car, a car driving down the road with, with five people or six people it. sticking yeah. to it. Yeah, like a Katamari. Yeah. <laughs> is there a um? This is off the subject, but it, has there been like a um like a next gen update of Katamari to Macy? Uh, there's a mobile so. port. Is there? Right. A what? A mobile, a mobile version. Oh, mobile. I want to see like a really upgraded, like yeah. 4K, beautifully rendered version. But you know what? It would probably be like on the NX or some console that no one has. Yeah, but no. I think I might even buy the NX. I feel like Nintendo's right, due well, for a, a comeback in the console. I guess if I. If I need to play Breath of the Wild, then I'll just come over to your house. Okay, come on over, pal. It's going to be fun. Play some Zelda. We'll get some Cheetos. Some Dr. Pepper. It's clearly, that's uh, that's cheaper than buying your own Cheetos. So dusty. Yeah. Going to get some, <laughs> get some Mountain Dew. It's fine. You can, you, can just, you can pay me some rent, too, for when you stay. <laughs> um... So Alf, um, there's this, there's, there's a possibility that Alf ate a tiger. Um, no, which there will, is no possibility. It will pay off later. I'm just not getting the, to the ta- tiger part uh, yet. I'm just talking about the episode sequentially. Yeah. So Alf, yeah, Alf runs Alf. around the city, terrorizing, terrorizing oh, around terrorizing cats yeah and um to try to get um alf to come home brian is visualizing forks actually i want to just a real real hero i forgot i was going to talk about a racist moment oh yeah that's mm-hmm. right you mentioned overt racism earlier yeah what was the deal so they were listening to the police scanner and one of the cops is like, there's something, I had an incident on Julio Street. And another cop corrects him, Julio Street. And the other guy's like, I hate this town. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, the Spanish. There's like, I hate. That does sound funny. It's so racist. It's so racist. It's like Mark I Furman. I hate having to learn different pronunciations. I'm th- pretty sure this is like that neighborhood where Mark Furman is from, where everybody's a racist. Is that possible? I don't know who that man is. Mark Furman from the OJ trial? Come I didn't on, watch man. watch that miniseries. Oh, it's good. Check it out. I know who the. Co- well, no, it wasn't good. Kubo was miscast. I'll, I'll admit that. Kubo Gooding Jr. They all were. Like, yeah, uh, like, in, he doesn't look anything like OJ, and David Schwimmer right, doesn't look anything um, like Robert David Schwimmer was great, and John Travolta was great. Oh, I liked Travolta. Yeah, and um, what's her name? Um, 
played uh, uh, from Mar- the horror stories. Yeah, she's really good. Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson, very good. And she. I mean, she's okay, a- but she's kind of doing like a. Yeah, it, but James, she's in the LGBT community, so you should be supporting her. Well, so am I. So you should be supporting her endeavors, and I thought um, she was really good. And right, you know okay. who else was good? Darden, the guy who played Chris Darden. I don't know his name. Do you guys know what we're talking about? You're just saying words. <laughs> <laughs> Katya, did you watch the uh, OJ miniseries? No. Do you know who O.J. No, Simpson is? I do. You... But I is he the cousin of zero, zero interest. That's right. <laughs> cousin of the Simpsons. It's a cousin I of the Simpsons. I have zero interest. Okay, why don't we change the subject? Um, so that, there was a racism. And then so then we get the next scene where Brian is um, trying to summon Alf by thinking of Forks. And he also... Um, that somebody else says, Elf never, he's going to be home soon because he never misses Captain Kangaroo. Do you guys know what Captain okay. Kangaroo is? Yeah. You're way too young for Captain Kangaroo, though. Well, I, I never saw it, I... but I was, um, it's, it's, it's an old animated series. It's not animated. It's live action, it's not though. animated. What am I thinking of, then? Probably, like, um... Captain Planet. Captain Planet. Captain Kangaroo is like a puppet show. Oh, yeah, he has like a helmet, doesn't he? No, well, he's got like a helmet of hair. <laughs> okay, I'm just making so... shit up. Here, I'll send you a picture. This will also so is be... Is it like another kind of wink, wink to of, the puppet? Um, yeah, it probably is a wink. Captain Kangaroo with uh, bedtime for Bonzo. Right. Did you just have a, a, a picture of Captain Kangaroo saved, just ready to go? <laughs> yeah, that's in my kangaroo file. Okay. My Rupix. I masturbate to them. I'm just kidding. Let's just change the subject. <laughs> okay, let's... Um, so Captain Kangaroo was like a morning kids show with like he was on a boat and he had a bunch of puppets around him. Okay, just look it up. It's good. You guys will... I mean, I don't remember it and I'm not going to look it up, but I feel like everybody should sort of at least vaguely know about the zeitgeist of my youth, you know? Of course. Of course. Everything, everything's about me. Me, 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 me. So um, Alf comes home and asks for a fork. Is that So are we saying here that he was psychic? He's in a very bad shape as well. Yeah, he's pretty ratty. But to be fair, he actually started, got his fur pretty messy as soon as he went into this, uh, uh, was it, m- must... Hmm. Must. It's not just about his uh, fur. It's also like about his behavior. Oh, well, he starts quoting looks, a lot. Looks hungover. Right. James, is it must? Is that the word? Must is like um uh. It's like when a no, I'm thinking like a bear. Go <laughs> like when a bear gets like horny. With the smell, that's musk with a K, isn't it? I don't know. M U S. When something smells musty, it doesn't smell horny. It smells like kind of old and like fungusy. Yeah, but I think it's like a different word. I'm googling it. It's a really good. Uh, I can't find it, so never mind. 
<laughs> There's a biologist in the in the audience, to be sure, that will know. So just tweet at me. This isn't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever responds to my requests for tweets or comments. Somebody comment on this episode right here. Make a comment. This, um, this episode. No, I mean, like, in the... Are in... you doing it, James? No, I... <laughs> I meant in like the SoundCloud feed. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I commented one time. One time, um, and time you're on you the show. My, my, um, my, you read out my Skype uh, tagline. Oh, that's right. Which you really shouldn't do, but yeah, what is <laughs> like that's that's incredibly rude. What is your uh, Skype tagline? Uh, uh, well, you want me to say it? Yeah. Like, I don't know if we have any ancient Romans in the audience, but it's pedicabo ego vos et irumabo. And what does it mean? Which is so vulgar that you actually can't really describe the sex acts in English. Really? Uh, with with lexical terms. Huh. I didn't know this even existed. Yeah, the Romans uh, had a lot of, lot, of, lot of words for various kinds of fucking. Seems like, but I mean, is it, can you just, just describe it? Um, it uh, you don't means have to, roughly but, uh, translated that um, uh, I will um, sodomize you and then I will uh, like penetrate your face. <laughs> that's not that doesn't, sound, that doesn't sound so bad. Maybe like a little bit of a clean up in between. Maybe. You know, I, I will take the active role in anal sex and, <laughs> to you. And then I will take the active role in oral sex. Okay, so yeah, you don't wanna you don't wanna do that because it's 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 icky. Got it. But I feel like it's just you can describe that pretty easily without it um, being specific guess, words but, for it. No. Yeah, we we, we don't have the uh, the terms for those uh, sex acts. Like, like irumatio has uh, fallen into disuse in English. <laughs> irumatio. Okay. Well, that's this is it's good. This has been a, an education. It's um it's a line it from a poem by Catullus. And he's he's insulting his uh, contemporaries. <laughs> and you know, like threatening a, a to rap, rape them. rap battle. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> like that's nice. It's like an old school rap battle. That's good. So Alf gets home so and It's now an educational podcast. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Now? It, yeah. always, it always has been. Since moment I one. I guess I've 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 uh, forgotten all the yeah. lessons. Even, all the even valid if lessons. the lesson, even if the lesson learned was to not listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> all like, right. So Alf Sorry. comes in. He's doing a lot of quotes. Um, I didn't write any of the quotes down. I thought they were um, they were all pretty like he like they just had like a book of like quotes, and Paul Fusco was just picking them at random. Kind of thing. Did anybody? Did any of the quotes resonate with anybody? No, I just missed all of them. I, I didn't care. Yeah, this is sort of white noise. Um, was this when he quoted um, uh, uh, Proust? Proust? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he quoted Proust. 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 And Plutarch. I'm pretty sure he quoted Plutarch. He was another, uh, well, he was Greek, but he wrote in Latin. I always get Greek, ancient Greek and ancient Rome mixed up. 
I know they're different. It's especially confusing because he he was from the the Empire of Ancient Rome, but he was a Greek. I like those um, grape leaf wraps. They do. Hey, that's that's good stuff. Yeah, I don't care for Greek pizza. What like you're just putting some tzatziki on your? No, like you can get like on your meat lovers. No Greeks. I mean, like maybe it's just in the U.S., but there's a lot of like Greek-run pizza places. And mm. I think the the Greek pizzas are never as good as the Italian pieces. This is racist. You just lost. You just Possibly. lost fifty fans. <laughs> fifty Greek fans. <laughs> Do you think I had like the um, woman from my big big fat Greek wedding who was a listener, and now she's she's tuning out, or the guy Good or. Good old Nia Vardalos. Yeah, or like her father who cured everything with Windex. Do you think he just t- tuned out? He's not really Greek. He just tuned out. Well, you, did you know that uh, Cheech Marin isn't really Mexican? My, what? He's Iranian. Go figure. Yep. You learn something new. Which I guess is like every day. Persian, right? Yep, that's right. Like Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. Yes, for example. Um, and many others. Yeah, well, so a few others. The final quote is Porky Pig, and it's uh, that's all, folks. And then it was like, speaking of pigs, do I smell bacon? And Willie's like, no. And he's like, well, I'd like to. That was funny, right? <laughs> Gumba, did you yeah. like that joke? Yeah. Food related. I'm not making fun of you. You're the one that's always talking about food. I'm just trying to get in on it with you. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I. I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to join you in your your specific line of humor, and then you get all huffy. I I I I don't know what you said. Sorry. He was just thinking about bacon and got lost. Yeah. So. Oh, bacon. Yeah, that's nice. The bacon joke. Remember? Mmm. <laughs> that's, that's the best part of the podcast. Just loop that. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that as my, like, intro spiel. Like, Byron Hussey. That's delightful. That'll net you heaps of listeners. <laughs> I'm going to turn this off now. I, I regret <laughs> listening it's to this awful sound in my ears. Stupid thing. Um, what was the point of the quotes? I think I I felt like it was an attempt to sort of um, rehumanize Alf after after his, his uh, psychotic his, episode. Yeah, like like it was a little bit lowbrow what he what he went into this like sort of like you know, stupor, and now it's like this last phase, he's like returns to erudition. Did anybody else have any hot takes on that? Well, my um, my my take is extremely hot, and um, it is that uh, Alf still seems to be morally culpable for, for all his actions in this episode, as far as I can see. Like, he, he seems to be fully conscious and aware of what he's doing and still kind of acting pretty much in accordance of, you know, the, the, the alpha that we know. That's true. But I mean, like, 
can anybody in the absence of true free will be genuinely culpable for anything? Yes, Byron, because <laughs> we, we talk usefully about free will in the real world, so there must be a, a useful a real world concept of free will. A utilitarian interpretation of what we would consider to be free will. Um, I don't know if that's quite the right word for it, but sure. It's probably not. It's more of a pragmatic interpretation. Um, okay. Although not a pragmatist interpretation, because I think the pragmatists were a specific school of American philosophy that I didn't really understand. I think we've also just alienated all the, the philosophers in the audience. I'm sorry, Richard Rorty, I don't really <laughs> understand your deal, but also you've been dead for numerous years, and I'm sorry about that. The good thing is I think that there's a pretty big overlap in the philosopher and Greek Venn diagram, so... That's true. Net, a those. not a huge loss. They were all ancient Greeks, though. I don't think there are I'm any sure modern Greek I'm sure there's some modern ones around. No, there aren't. Um, Pro prove me wrong, folks. Prove me wrong. Is is Vangelis a philosopher? Yes. Is Vangelis Greek? I he is Greek. I didn't yeah. know Vangelis was Greek, I admit. Didn't uh, Van Vangelis do uh, a new soundtrack recently? Oh, he's, he's kept busy. That wouldn't surprise me. Hmm. Uh, Katya, do you have any thoughts on any of this? No. Okay. Do you know any Greeks? Um, I don't think so. Have you ever eaten an, an olive? Yes. Okay. How do you feel about <laughs> feta cheese? Very good. Oh, is that not very It depends, good? doesn't it? I guess so. It can be like, it can be like kind of very mild or it can be very salty. Mm. One time I stole an olive from the olive bar at the grocery you store. You bastard. Did they catch you? No, but uh, Carrie caught me. She was watching me from across the, like several aisles and I looked up. And I saw her, and she was looking at me very disapprovingly. And yet, she has not divorced you. This is before we were married, so it's even worse and than that. And yet, she's culpable. She, she's, she didn't call the police on you. She thought about it. Very. It's not uh, enough. Very. Very um, generous of her. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's complicit. She's an accessory mm -hmm. before, after, and during the fact. So we're almost I, I'm, done. I'm reading that Vangelis's music was used in the PBS documentary series Cosmos. That was like, but it's not new music. Forty years ago. No, no, not the not the Carl Sagan one. The uh, oh, top, the Neil deGrasse Tyson the one. The deGrasse one, yeah. Yeah, which doesn't seem to really have many facts in it. It's mostly just like sciencey science, science. Yeah. This is how much I love science. Look at how big the universe is. Neil deGrasse Tyson kind of bothers me. I'm not sure why. He bothers me too. <laughs> There's just something about it. He just rubs me the wrong way. You're all racist. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Come on. Maybe that you... Well, I'm very worried because I have a lot of like reasons, but they all seem to me like rationalizations, and the reality is I'm just a racist. Like he's like... Yes. Yeah, I, well, I, he, I, he I didn't even think of it that way. He tells this story that seems to be a lie, and he tells it all the time, and... 
and um, he's very like dismissive of his uh, scientific colleagues that he disagrees with, which I don't think sends a, like a very good message to the public. Like, I just don't like the way he enunciates. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so it that turns... seems like even more of a rationalization. It, um, I, I, it really has nothing to do with ethnicity or um, secret prejudice, which I am you know, still in, inundated by through my, through my, my culture. Um, but there's a tiger in the garage. It turns out that Alf kidnapped the tiger. And that's the <laughs> end of the episode. And Willie kind of gets out of the garage with Alf and says he will deal with it after breakfast. <laughs> I, I like that he, he has his priorities straight. Yeah. yeah. This is, uh, this is the second best moment of the episode. Did you guys think that the tiger looked like heavily sedated and maybe a little bit abused? Um, no, but uh, Lucky did. Lucky always looks like he's oh. very heavily sedated and not very healthy. Yeah. I think that they drug him pretty pretty hardcore so they can use him in like many scenes. I don't think they so have, he like... can fit in the rest of the cast <laughs> especially Brian I've watched this episode almost three times I still haven't seen the cat uh, well he's in the end of the scene where in the Akmonic's house he's only in one scene I think maybe he's in that scene in the garage that I didn't see but he's only in that one scene with, at the end of the the end of the scene where Willie's in the Akmonic's house Right, I'm in that yeah. scene now. It's, if Maybe you, I'll you'll see keep him. an eye out. Um, so, uh, guys, I think we're actually done. I think we made it to the end of the episode. We're done? Yeah. Wow. Any um, any closing thoughts? Katya, go. Um, I was really happy with this episode. It was funny. And um, I wish we could uh, see more Alf being in this uh, weird state but i'm not sure that would happen ever again yeah does it well it happens well, every in, 75 in, years i think yeah so. so so in like 60 years netflix could do a revival of of alpha oh, that's a really good idea and it'd be perfect timing email yeah. them so they can plan that <laughs> the way you said that what yeah perfect like like how they made that remake like of the just, Omen. You just found, like you just found uh, some sort of treasure, or <laughs> <laughs> it is or rather, Trevor uh, thought. I remember when that uh, movie Kill Bill came out. Did you guys see Kill Bill? I've yeah. only seen the first half and most of the second half, so I haven't actually seen Bill get killed. Doesn't matter for what I'm going to talk about because in the beginning, okay. in the very first movie and like one of the first scenes she kills um what, Vivica A. Fox yep and um her daughter comes in and she's like mm -hmm. if you want to get revenge someday go ahead and then there's like a rumor that like Quentin Tarantino was gonna maybe like make a movie with that girl like 18 years later where she gets <laughs> revenge killing Uma Thurman yeah I wonder if that's gonna happen that'd be pretty cool it's, it should yeah. be coming up pretty soon, I would think. 
I mean, she was like, what? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure in the current climate of, you know, exploiting uh, nostalgia and rebooting everything. Um, he, but he, he seems to only want to do um, period dramas now. Well, I guess uh, that phase will pass. Yeah. Uh, James, any fa- closing thoughts? Yeah, I do have a closing thought. I have a, a fact check on myself. It wasn't the Neil Tyson series. It was the Carl Sagan series, and thus uh, it was not uh, Vangelis' most recent uh, yeah, that was a very long time uh, appearance ago. in film. Very long time. Yeah. I think his most recent soundtrack is Alexander, the Alexander the Great movie by Oliver Stone. That was... Oh, no, hang on. El Greco was released after that. Okay. So I don't know what more, El Greco is about, though. Probably a Greek. Greek thing. Because he's Greek. Gumba, any closing <laughs> thoughts from you? <laughs> I think I'm going to buy some bacon. Yeah, man. Good idea. Booyah. That's the best thought. Let's make it sizzle, buddy. <laughs> That's the bacon cooking. Sounds like the storm. This is. I think um, we should just uh, have like a, a sound podcast. Studio. It's a theater of the mind. Mm-hmm. Like um, ASMR. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Oh, it's it's like I told a told you a long time ago. Like YouTube videos. Um. Everyone I don't really get it. it. It's like. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't remember. I still don't know what we're talking about. Okay, I'm busy or guy. Have a sensory meridian response. Oh, sure. Not ringing a bell. It's uh, sounds that are meant to give you tingles. Oh, I don't think we ever talked about this. Well, I certainly haven't. Here's one. Oh, I'm I'm tingling all over right now. That's bacon sizzling. You can hear the sizzle. Can you smell the sizzle? Oh, I can smell it. Okay, guys. Well, I think this is this is a wrap. This has been a pretty, pretty good, pretty good show. Um, anybody that was going to to um, contribute and didn't, they weren't missed. Did that sound too vindictive? That sounded a little vindictive, but you know, <laughs> it's your podcast. You can vindict as much as you like. Yeah, it's my it's my privilege. My white male privilege. Is it? Is that what that is? It is. Uh, yeah. Sure. I, I concede to it heavily. It's uh, it's it's I it's, I don't take it lightly. Okay, guys. Well, Maybe thanks. Thanks for, for being the um the brave ones to show up, non cowards. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. This has been a particularly wonderful episode of ALF. I think we should all watch it again. James, if you want me to send Absolutely. you the uh, the AVI file, I will. See if you yeah, it'd probably be useful if you just like shared the whole archive with me so I could like get a head start. I would, but it's like it's like a lot of files, and it would take up like if you got it in of, the cloud, all of my Google Drive space. Uh, maybe if there's like maybe I I, I guess I could put them in Dropbox. I don't really use that. But also, it would be illegal. Got one drive. It would be illegal to share. Is that illegal? These files that I acquired legally, but you didn't. You wouldn't have. 
Yeah, I mean, I've already paid Paul Fusco the money. He just hasn't delivered the goods. Okay, so that in that case, yeah, I can we can set something up. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for joining, and audience, thanks for tuning in. I'm glad that you've been enlightened by this experience. And um, the next episode of Alf is going out of my head over you. So we'll probably cover that one in a couple of weeks. That's the big 20. Big 2-0. Looks like there's a guy named Larry in that episode. So that's a little bit of a spoiler. Classic Larry. <laughs> I don't know what Larry <laughs> does, but he, he's wearing like a sweater. and uh, He's not wearing a leisure suit? No, no leisure suit on Larry. Larry's a good name for a llama. No, Lloyd is a good name for a llama. I agree. Thanks. Okay, guys. Well, thanks again. And um, be safe. Good night. Bye-bye. Good luck. Bye. 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 Bye.